for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Hello and welcome to episode 91, a belated 91. <laughs> oh, was there an impetus for that? Yeah, I'm, I've, we've got a small, non-specific deal with... Solo, a Star Wars movie. The worst of all the Star Wars films today. I heard it was all right. I heard it was, you know, unnecessary, but average. Like, not inoffensive. Oh. But, you know, if they want us to do a Wookiee noise, we're going to take that five pounds. We'll Catherine take it Kennedy. straight away. Straight up. Mm. Carry on. Yes. <laughs> episode 91 of That's a Shame with me. You have me, to say punch it to the listeners as well. With, with, with me, Declan, telling you <laughs> for <Seamlessly>. five pounds... <laughs> To punch it, listeners. There was nice. And my somewhat sleep deprived, maybe oh, or no, sleep, <laughs> sleep glutton, <laughs> sleep saturated That's friend Isaac. I was having a hell of a dream. You know how it is when you're in that dream, and also I have no work to do today. It's my first day of like literally no work at all. Not even having to talk to that mad book man once. Oh, that's good. Because I've already sent is him he, off on his way. Is he dead? No, he's, he's very much alive. Well, not very much. <laughs> Clinging on <laughs> to the last vestiges of life. Like one of those teeth you're going to pull out with a door slam. Yeah. Um, no, but he's working on a proofread of a text why, why, for which the very concept <laughs> is insurmountable. Why is he proofreading? Uh, Wasn't be- that... Your job? No, my job. I I offered that initially before right. I'd read the text, and thank God he turned me down because I would no amount of money would allow me the energy to sift through a book that I'm not going to name a in case it comes out. Yeah, a manuscript. But what he sent me name it at once. No, I'm not going to. It's me. <laughs> what he sent me was uh, a finished text, but a very much unfinished. Uh, document because the work finished i cannot express enough listeners is playing so fast and loose (laughs) with the term (laughs) but there were just i might have talked about this on the show before the document he sent me to like format to be published self-published obviously it goes without saying was just riddled with errors um not only like spelling errors but random punctuation he used ellipses that would go on for like three lines as if a person had just sort of frozen mid-conversation, like they'd run out of oil. Well, there was the formatting was madness. It was just like spaces. all over the place. Yeah, there would be like it looked like he'd aligned each different bit as like a scatter diagram of when he thought. It looked of it. like a fucking Gerard Manley Hopkins poem. How they're all sort of like leaning slightly across the page. It was filth. It took me such a long time to get into any workable order, and then I had to like set him up. He's using some very weird free Microsoft Word equivalent. Good. Um, which I strongly recommended against. But, but all the best authors yeah, started there. I think, Dickens. Yeah, loved it. He was all over this piece. And um, it has this fun feature of when you open anything in it, it opens that, but then deletes what it opened from. So every time you open it, it's like, right, this is the only one we've got. <laughs> That's so I had to kind of, such a poor... Why does it, it do It that? must be a bug. Like, I don't know why. It's just bullshit. Is that's that? so funny because that's so unfathomably unhelpful. Yeah. There's no upside to that feature. None. So what it's meant is that I have to now... I've sort of like socially engineered this man, which wasn't a challenge because he's about a thousand. Yeah. Um, and quite receptive anyway. I basically, every few days that I remember, 
I just remote into his computer, which I set up that I can just do at any point now <laughs> and just like copy the most recent version and put it in a file while he's asleep. <laughs> like some sort of elf and the shoemaker situation. <laughs> yeah. Elves and the backup man. Um, but yeah, he's working on a version to be published. But I must have told this before where he was telling me about like, I was showing him how to use spell check, which he'd literally never come across before. And he's like, yes, well, that's, terribly useful he seems like the sort of person he wouldn't really need spell check all that much though doesn't he yeah, like you know he's sort of old way. he's wise he's been around he, he and knows also because he's using a lot of it's a book about uh, the English revolution like Cromwell times and stuff so there's a lot of names that you know aren't in in the dictionary so yeah exactly the spell check you know is a lot of false positives mm. but of course um with those false positives, there are some, you know, genuine positives, such as in his last book, he was telling me after I'd fixed an error in sentence one with the word the, <laughs> um, he's, oh God, it's just so easy not to catch them, isn't it? I mean, on my, my last book, it's terribly embarrassing. There's an error on the front cover. <laughs> Got the title to his own it's book wrong. a shame. I mean, I'm trying my best to help him. But I'm not being paid nearly enough for the amount of effort that it took. And I've just sort of like, I was fobbing him off with, you know, I've done my bit. I'll find someone else. Yeah. But then, as I told you, I don't know if I told listeners, he fell out of contact for a while. And I thought, oh, this has worked. And then I got a message that was like, I'm back. <laughs> God tried to pull me into the next life. But yeah, and he had like really bad pneumonia and nearly died over Christmas. Oh no. And he was telling me, about how this is his like magnum opus. This is a collection of all of his ideas and his style and his interests. And, and, his... and how are his ideas? Yeah. Oh. Do they, do they amount to a lifetime's worth of thought? I mean, in a way, <laughs> but in another way, <laughs> I guess, you know, it's who am I to criticize his passion project other than the person that he's tasked with wading through <laughs> the quagmire. Um, oh dear! But yeah, we'll see. I'll probably when it's out, I'll see if I can get like a promotional copy to yeah. give away on the show. <laughs> That'd be fucking great. I'm getting to sign I it. I bet as he well. charges you for it. I bet he would. Actually, yeah. yeah, I am. Um, I'm being taken the piss out of by no. freelance working. Why? Well, because you I haven't really told everyone about your work situation crumbling. Under, yeah. Underfoot. Well, basically, as a, a private tutor, yeah. Now that the exams are over, everyone suddenly doesn't need a tutor anymore. And you thought Ooh. they were just paying you to hang out? Yeah, yeah I, that's what very, I was hoping. Very painful. Thankfully, I like this week have managed to wrangle in loads more, oh, so good. I've got loads more back. But I was sort of setting up the traditional safeguards against absolute destitution, uh-huh. um, including some upwork. Oh God. Um, but I decided because I left my last one something in disgrace. Yeah. <laughs> well, you not so much disgrace. Failed projects <laughs> and broken promises. I just left it. <laughs> um, uh, and to be fair, actually, I had a look the other day, and it doesn't seem to have been hindered by it at all. That's good. But I just thought maybe a, a fresh start would be would be good. Why not? So I set set it up and sent it in for review, and they went, no. Oh, they went. We don't need you. What? They went, we got too many people with your skills. <laughs> wow. So we don't, so then I deleted some and added in some more. Uh-huh. One or Engineer. two of which, one or two, which I don't have. <laughs> and they, and they went again. They were like, no, like we've got too many, too many people with your skills. The rules to do with writing. How is it in right? their interest to turn down 
right? But, but then get get this. I uh, I go onto YouTube uh-huh. on my phone. Oh, vid, there's an ad for this video. Okay, what's that? Oh, Upwork. I know Upwork. Hi, we're a burgeoning workplace we're for people. <laughs> for people <laughs> like, such yeah. as front end, you know, technicians, uh-huh. people who in web design, and of course, writers. <laughs> and I was like, what? Wow. no, you're not allowed to have that in your advert. That's not fair, is it? No. So it's no not. Upwork for you? No, well, I've just gone back to the other one and sent off a few things. Oh, yeah. I've applied for a job at a comedy club. That's good. Doing fun. Uh, just like show running, really. Do you think you'd ever have to laugh? Like, is it implied in your contract that if the comedian's bad, you still have to laugh? No. I feel I like... I made sure of it. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> You're not a part of the, like, ambience of the Absolutely place. not. No. Fair Nor enough. would I ever be. What else have you done? Uh, good question. <laughs> <laughs> Almost too much. No, I've applied for a few things, like some that are full-time and some that are part-time. Yeah. I know. That would be horrid. Well, it would, but they're they're like full time, but not at normal hours. So, <laughs> not like nine a.m. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I said, please imagine that. Please. Well, I mean, that's what you get, isn't it, for seasonal work? It's like we're the ice cream men, but in reverse, because they obviously during the Christmas season, what do they even do? Uh, do you think they? Maybe that's something we should look into. Like maybe we could have an ice cream van, but. It, it's not an ice cream van. It's a van that changes seasonally. A seasonal van? Yeah. Sounds like the front for a very, very obvious murder. So, well, yeah. Obviously, that's something that the advertising has to uh, we have to put, handle front on. Yeah, and then we'll underline definitely. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. And we'll put not in, uh, like, in bold. So and then, scare quotes. Yeah, well, so, so that it draws serious. attention. Yeah. Um but I'm thinking, yeah, so summer, yep. ice cream, winter, maybe like mulled wine mince or something, pies. mince pies, mulled wine how and mince pies, that'd be good. Oh, how about this? It's a portable grotto. That's don't, a fucking great don't, idea. Don't, don't ever say the phrase portable grotto <laughs> again. You, you just, we just said that the number one aim of our advertising is to make it not sound like somewhere where you're going <laughs> to be killed. <laughs> yeah. Come but, on, no, but think about it. You what do you do? Like, you're playing like... They're always slightly distorted. Happy New Year. And then all the kids are like, yeah. And you pull up at the end of a road. You do like a happy handbrake. You're happy being an elf. Oh, no, I won't be involved. Yeah, you know, you are. I've written music for it. And then the You just said that it was already a song. I know, I'm making it haunting. The back of the van like opens out like that. Dust. And then Santa like strides with arms open to welcome in all the children of the town or adults to come and sit on his lap and get one of father's big gifts. Um, I think not. What what possible objections? How have? could anyone possibly misconstrue two men in a van going around <laughs> collecting kids? <laughs> not collecting. They're not taken anywhere. Look, How about if you didn't specify okay, that? Well, look, just to it's a portable that, grotto. Look, I understand that's a real problem. Now you've opened my eyes to it. What I'm saying, solution, because I see this as, as a problemutunity, is whenever we stop the first job of the elves, because we'll probably have a couple of those guys, mm-hmm. is you come out. And you clamp your own tires to show, like, we're here, we mean business, we're not driving off with your kids. Right. 
So okay. that's a kind of security. They could come out and do a song about how we're not here we're to... We're definitely <laughs> not gonna steal your they do this. They do the scare quotes around not <laughs> as a dance move as well. That'd be really good. But what I want to know is, what do you do in spring and what do you do in autumn? Spring's Easter. That's easy. You're just right, so... Egg a real egg eggs fan. or chocolate eggs? Both, yeah. One dipped in the other. Probably... Real eggs dipped in chocolate rather than chocolate dipped in, in egg. real egg. That would be <laughs> but we, So, presumably, you're going to, like, hard boil them or poach them before dipping I think, them in chocolate. Well, I think those vans are usually equipped with some kind of rudimentary cooking equipment. I think we can take orders. Be a cu- That can be our USP. We're custom eggs. Yeah, but I'm, I'm thinking that Build it's, your own egg. It's hard to... Build uh, an egg workshop. It's hard to cover in chocolate scrambled eggs, let's hard, say. Hard, but... You know, you think do prevail because you either the way I see it is you know, those deep fat frying things, yeah. those cages that you dip chips from, put the scrambled egg in that, put the chocolate in the reservoir, and yeah. then dip away. And then you know, that's that's a summary that's treat, done. A spring treat. Is that done? Right, yeah. okay. And autumn, five pounds. Autumn, you just give out leaves. I <laughs> see. I think that the flaw in the business model there is that. There's no time in the year where leaves are more freely abundant <laughs> and available for people to pick up without our van. I guess, but when it's snowing is when people buy fake snow. So, you know. But, but it's not always snowing. In fact, it's very rarely snowing. But in the season of snow and in the season of, you know, never is Christmas decor more abundant than in winter, but people still want to buy it for themselves. So, because they want a piece of the leaf. Action. So, where, where are you? But they can get it but from the not floor. Going to. We're selling convenience and we're selling. No, but we're not. We're, we're, our van <laughs> is almost certainly going to be parked on a road covered in leaves. Well, then step one, obviously, is to get the same elf who's now, you know, probably been in and out of court <laughs> based on the whole child clamping <laughs> operation. We um, get that elf to do a sweet. Are they? Him. And are they? They're surely not dressed as an elf. In autumn. Oh, of course, an autumn, a leaf elf, yeah. A kind of sprite, I guess. Right, okay, yeah, a nymph. Yeah, a wood nymph, but without the overtly sexualised Yeah, well, obviously, yeah, no. Well, I, I mean, as the sign will attest, well, that's yeah, not we're what said, we're... This is definitely not, not, in scare quotes, a sex nymph. <laughs> <laughs> it's a natural nymph. Yeah, and what's more... What's more natural than fucking kids? Said no, it said the nymphs. <laughs> Just putting a little reminder there to listen back to how that reads. It might not be edited out because no. clearly that was in the the joke. Yeah, but I'm going to check if clearly. I think really it's probably best to just make sure. Yeah. yeah, and if you know, if worse comes to the worst, I'll just miss Pete out the whole first fifteen minutes. Yeah. Did you see there was a an article someone shared? Some guy I follow on Twitter. Okay, this is vague. And he shared it saying, this is, without doubt, the most abhorrent thing I've ever read. Uh-huh. And the headline was, like, open paedophile running for office in Virginia's oh, yeah. second congressional district or something. And I was like, well, I mean, that's horrid. Like, that's, mad. that's already, like, very horrible. Uh-huh. But I can think of worse. And then I opened it and somehow uh, an article where the headline was about an open paedophile and rapist running for office, it managed to get even worse. Yeah, he was pretty into it, wasn't he? He was like unfathomably into it. He was, he was the kind of like upbeat, um, you know, carelessness of someone who was just describing like their hobby of collecting Warhammer. It it really reminded me of um, the book 
of American Psycho. Because uh-huh. um, the first kind of five chapters are just lists of all of the beauty products he brands. uses. Yeah, and like, oh, and then I took the, you know, the cab to work and whatnot. And it's, you know, it's a bit dull, but it's like pretty normal. And then there's just, it's just, I think, I think it's like the last line of chapter five or something. He says, uh, oh, I wanted to go by the video store because I had to return some tapes, but I wanted to renew the one where the hooker was murdered by the drill because that was my favourite. <laughs> And then it's like, oh, and no. it's like chapter six. It's like, oh, I was making eggs, and you're just like, well, no, 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 hang on a minute, <laughs> hang on a minute. Hang we about. can't just slip that in there. Um, and uh, and yeah, it was just like he'd written articles, up, which already to me is um, a juxtaposition that I can't quite well, reconcile. Like sitting down to plan to, an article to, about- to intellectualize <laughs> the idea that the headline was like a man should be able to strangle his wife to death for getting her hair cut too short without permission. And then in brackets, like it was some sort of um, joking oh, 1930s. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was an other such minor indiscretions. Oh! <laughs> like, what, 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 I don't, what I didn't get about the whole story was why it was like, up to that point that this article was written, why everyone would just be like, oh, that's just his way. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's what he's like. Each to their own. Yeah, you don't want to step on another man's no. wife strangling. No. to be the vibe. Like, I mean, the guy, and what, he had like a six-year-old daughter, and he'd written on his own forums about how he was attracted to her. And you're like... Dreadful. Why has no one intervened? Why is this, like, just gone on? Yeah. does seem to be a lot of that, doesn't there? Whenever you pull back the, the layers of reality as they're presented to mm. us by all the kind of traditional outlets... There's just all sorts going on that people turn a blind eye to. It's just, just that. Like what we've observed about how everyone, everyone, given the slightest piece of power, Wants just becomes a paedophile. Why? It's so weird. Why do they want to do that? There must be like research being done into it. It must be like a power thing, surely, where it's like... Well, it has to be. It's very... Because there was, a, there was a thread the other day on Reddit about like, oh, who are some celebrities with skeletons in their closet That's that right. we've forgotten oh. about? And it was a list of pretty much everyone. Yeah. And at least two thirds of them were like touching underage girls, yeah. getting underage girls drunk, taking underage girls across state lines. You're like, Why? Why are you doing all of this? It's like there must be someone who drives around, maybe in an ice cream van, with a manual. Just whispering That's like, you know what you can do now that you're powerful. And then just hands them like a pamphlet for their organisation of horrible criminals. It's just absolutely mental. It's bad, isn't it? We're going to take a firm stance against that. Yeah, that's 100%. That's our big stance of the day. (laughs) I suppose it's just the the normalisation of pretty much everything, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We would, well, no, just what most people painfully refer to as fake news. Yeah. Um, like it's a sort of new idea. Uh-huh. Um, but just this idea that you, you have to, you have to turn a blind eye to most things going on in the world or you just never, ever stop crying. Yeah. That's definitely true. Isn't um, it? there was, and they come in, in all sorts of, forms like there was a story this week um that donald trump said mm-hmm. that he was considering pardoning muhammad ali <laughs> who doesn't need to be pardoned for anything i love the idea of pardoning someone just 
you know, just because just to, like re- to retroactively tarnish their <laughs> reputation. Yeah. But you know, that's that's such a minor example, but feels like at any other time you'd be going, well, he's he's a lunatic. Yeah, I mean, he's he just, definitely is. He's unhinged. Yeah, it's not original to notice that he, you know, can't string even the smallest ideas into a sentence. No. Well, did you see? Uh, I think it was last week with the um, the letter from Kim Jong Un. Oh, the one that he... It was a really good letter that he hadn't read. Yeah. It was <laughs> so Literally weird. six minutes after saying it was a really great letter, really lovely, yeah. a journalist asked, could you share some of it with us? And he's like, oh, I haven't opened it yet. <laughs> I haven't looked at it. I haven't read it. What? He's just definitely ill. Yeah. Like, I, my least favourite type of person is the person on the internet who... Or, in fact, on TV or in print or in quite serious academic positions yeah. who's like, oh, my God, he's such a strategist. The sheer genius of it's just liberal bait, isn't it? Like he's telling them what he knows is going to upset them and it's going to like define the news cycle. Like when Trump said, I can pardon myself, lol. And all of the are the Donald people were like, wow, he's done them there. I mean, obviously he doesn't mean it because that would be mental, but let's just carry on. Yeah. Liberal tears though. <laughs> what Good a bunch one, of media cucks. Yeah. Just, um, the, the idea that he has any sense of what he's doing at any point is just so wildly and roundly refuted by anyone who's ever met him. Yeah. Like, he's just, he just is stupid. There's no uh, two Preposterously ways stupid. Just, he's one of those people that if you met, you would feel like you were bullying him just by having a normal <laughs> conversation. Because he just can't by having thought. Yeah, it's very, very strange. What about that amazing amount of blood lost in his hand after shaking Macron's hand. Did you see? Oh, yeah. His hand's like a withered, <laughs> like Voldemort-looking stub. Dreadful. What, what about how he's just decided to go after Justin Trudeau? I mean, a man whom I despise, but... Great eyebrows, though. Oh, and what about those socks he wears, eh? Oh, but just like... Out of nowhere, just decides to do. It's this. not even anyone. That. It's when he slightest... said, "I'm going to punish the Canadian people." Yeah. <laughs> like, Why? What do you mean? What have they done? <laughs> oh dear! What a world, hey! I say that's a shame, and I'm. Oh, to all of it. you see, that's relevant. That's nice. Wasn't that it? is relevant. Now, what's not a shame is well, no. What, what is a shame is that the website's about to crash <laughs> or something. Let's just put cancel leaving there. Thanks, guys. Shame.city, by the way, if you want to be kicked out of your own website. Um, I'm going this evening, in fact, in just a matter of hours, probably I'll, you know, I'll take some time to edit this episode, really rethink some of that early content about the van, <laughs> um, post it, and then, you know, I'll probably get changed into some evening wear. Mm. Probably black tie. It's going to be that kind of... No, it's not. I was a little joke. I'm trying to think of an event prestigious enough that you would wear black tie you would just choose to wear black tie hmm. i have that you'd wear black tie if they asked you to the first thing that ever happened when i went i made that transition that i've talked about before from a school that was like very uh you know troubled and in a very yeah. deprived area and like normal comprehensive school up to the poshest school you can imagine for sixth form the first way that hit home and I felt very out of place was when they sent out an invitation months before I'd gone there to the like lower sixth welcome ball and it was a black tie event. I was like, I don't I don't even know what that constitutes. <laughs> I had to go and like rent black tie attire. I've never felt so like 
my own skin. But by the end of it, I mean, I'd done that. You know the wanky thing you have to do if you're wearing a bow tie where... You've you undone, undone it. it. And the and top you are, button's undone you're James Bond and it's hanging point, down. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. And you start, you know, just swigging from probably we weren't allowed alcohol then, so, you know, your cherry aid or whatever it is. Mm. Maybe you, you get, like, one complimentary glass of Buck's Fizz, maybe, or something. Oh, no, nothing of the sort. <laughs> I think there were some people doing cocaine, actually, at the oh, back yeah, of yeah. that event, so it was all right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, black tie, I think, is would you wear unnecessary. Would you wear black tie if you were nominated for an Oscar? Um Either no, I'd go white tie. Oh, you can't! <laughs> I'd invent my own type, which is going to be called just Bernier Doyle tie. And what you do is it's well, I'm sure that will catch on. The whole outfit. Well, you can call it BD tie if you want. Right, it sounds like hen tie. BD though. tie <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a slur. <laughs> you, you BD tie. <laughs> You've invented an absolute <laughs> hate crime. Another little note there to re-listen. <laughs> Dear me. Um, no, but anyway, let's skip over all of that stuff where Declan accidentally slurred Thailand. And uh, you no, created history it. will Your remember invention. It when I've edited. Well, yeah, I know enough, when you've edited it. It will just be me talking and then you shouting. BD. <laughs> Tie. <laughs> I'll be like, and then I'll just edit in like twenty seconds of silence and like me shuffling some papers around <laughs> awkwardly. Um, I'm going to the Thames, well adjacent to the Thames at least, to a pier, and then I'll be getting on a boat where Reddit, the company, have flown themselves over from San Francisco all the way to London, where you know that's where we live. Isn't that's, it? That is where we live. Indisputably, mm. I mean, I know we're on the outskirts, but even so, no one can stop us from having a postcode that is definitively inside the M25. They've flown themselves over all the way, wee, on a big plane, and they're hosting a dinner on a boat with free alcohol and food. That is good. And like swag, I expect some kind of merch. Mm. If I don't get a bit of merch, I'm gonna that is I'm gonna it. Kick, kick off. off. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, the big plug at the bottom of the boat that. Pulls it into the ocean. Oh, yeah, yeah. Into yeah. Davy Jones. Like yeah. That. I'll be doing that straight away. Um, they're hosting a dinner that's like get to know slash thanks to some people who've been involved in like moderating things. And I'm quite excited about it because it seems like one of those events, and this is a genre that I love a great deal, that can either go one of two very diametrically opposed ways. Either it will be you know, really cool. It'll be nice to like talk to some people who run one of the biggest websites on the on the whole internet. On the whole web. I've looked and the Wi Fi, that's massive. Yeah, well and what's even bigger, it turns out, is the Reddit. It's getting bigger by the day wow. as well. So it'd be interesting to talk to them and get some free alcohol and stuff. Yeah. And meet some other people who are like interested in that <clears throat> sphere. Or it's going to be a great big boat of fedora-wearing, <laughs> neck-bearded, <laughs> Donald Trump-supporting alt-right cucks. Which is your bet? Um, I don't think it will be either. Oh, really? I think that everyone on there, bar obviously a few mentors, it's a okay. Reddit meetup, for fuck's sake. But I think bar a few mentors, everyone will be absolutely fine, uh-huh. like relatively normal. Think normal. But I just think that, I think it'd be a really cool setup. Uh-huh. I reckon that you'll have a good time. But I, I think that I'm gonna get so drunk. unless <laughs> unless um, unless someone does something spectacular, uh-huh. either in the positive me. or the negative. No, not you. Please me. don't let it be you. Okay. Um, I think it will be a somewhat normal corporate event. 
I just don't feel like, I don't know, they'd have had to vet people quite a lot. I assume they have because you had to like say you were interested and then they sent out invitations to like two people. <laughs> I don't know how many people are going. It might just be It's me. you and Spez. <laughs> and Serena Williams yeah. with that new baby. Yeah. That'd be great fun. We could talk about all the tennis that I know. Here's what yeah. I'd say. Oh, Wimbledon. <laughs> yeah? Am I right? Good one. High five and then I'd leave the boat. Yeah. Because that'd be it. No, it's, it's... It's already it's, in motion. It's already oh, pulled fuck. out of the dock. I can't pull out O Wimbledon straight away. <laughs> no, you've got to be halfway gotta save that. Uh, yeah, I just feel like, you know, you know what the average person's like on the internet. <laughs> so, so you just <laughs> reminded me of, I, I spent all of yesterday evening watching the latest series of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah. And there was uh, uh, an episode where two characters' parents were meeting. So they've made a list of all the things they had in common. And, um, there wasn't much. So the last item on the list was have hair. <laughs> <laughs> have hair. It, that, that's way down the list. We're not going to have to, we're not going to have to use that one. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having to resort to talking about, yeah, well, well I mean, guys, we both have hair. <laughs> we've, we've all got hair. It would be great if you did that with a bald person. You just panicked yeah. and that was all oh, that was left. Somewhere, you must somewhere have. Eyebrow, oh God. You know, I'm not, full body I'm not discriminatory. Uh, oh, uh, uh, what about, have you ever, described something as you know oh it, it was a hairy moment <laughs> no like, i've never you've, heard you've never um what about um have you ever said over here but it sounded like over you over here speech impediment no no i was just asking because yeah, we all do trying that. to ask for my daughter's hand in marriage and you're calling me a hairless speech impediment uh get out um what about the the hair bear bunch that's the Care Bears, you fucking freak. No, 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 no. It's a different thing. I don't want to hear about No, them. no, you... No, it, they're, they're... No, well... They're a rip-off is what they are of the Care Bear and the hooky-nosed fellow. Uh, yep. Yep. No, you, 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 you're I right. I know. I know I'm right. Yep. And you I'm, can't marry Sandra. What? And I've called the police. Oh, go on. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing this evening. I'll report back any anything I should do while I'm there. Should I say something odd? <clears throat> I do, oh, oh, this is a bit weird. When I was in the shower, you know how sometimes you like to play that fun game where you're like, yeah. oh, Isaac, you're a bit odd. Like, you've got some mental problems. <laughs> that fun game that, you know, everyone likes. That to fun play. game that everyone you know plays about you. <laughs> that you all got together and oh, we decided. sat you in that circle. And... No, no, but I think you all got together and decided you were going to start playing this game to kind of gaslight me. Um, yeah, so... Mm... Okay, no, but obviously you wouldn't tell me, would you say I'm not? Uh, no, no, of course we wouldn't. But, but it does feel like you constructed. When I was in the shower just now, in order to, and I was, uh, you know, I was just doing what you do in the shower, just standing there gazing off into your own behaviours. And I thought, a thought flashed across my mind where I thought, oh yeah, I've got that Reddit thing today. And then I thought, I wonder what personality I'll have there. <laughs> Is that normal? No. <laughs> Wonder which of my masks I'll be putting yeah, on before going. But that is normal because every social interaction. Yes, but most is a bit people don't rationalise it in that way. So I'm, I've superseded the norm. Then it's beyond it's no. what I say. Super same because I've acknowledged that we all that we all just do form you, these parts. Do you not recognise that using words like super sane to describe yourself <laughs> is something that if it were another person yeah. doing that, you would probably ascribe that to mental Yeah, but that's because other people illness. are, you know... Oh, I see. You're the exception that proves the rule. I'd say so, and it's nice of you to offer that particular description. Here's something you could do. Okay. Um, and I'd like you to give this a go. Okay. Um, 
it was something I was going to bring up when we were having our earlier conversation about things that have been madly normalized. Uh-huh. Um, it's this fun story that people probably will have seen about um, US kindergartens now teaching nursery rhymes to prep kids for school shooters. Cool. Now, you, obviously, you're not going to a kindergarten. But I am going to but you're going site to an of event. a school shooting. Is that no, what you're saying? No, 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 no. But you're going to uh, a meetup. Yeah. There's going to be lots of important people in one location. Yeah. You're on a boat that's isolated. Oh, my you know, God. If anything were should, to happen. I should blow it up, it sounds like. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> That's the personality you're taking, right, your, okay, your no, Unabomber face. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, I'm just thinking it's the sort of, uh, it's the sort of party, it's the sort of location or event yeah. where someone could, someone could bring a weapon. Wow. And then you, then you'd be in danger. I don't think I'm going anymore. But no, but don't maybe, have that. Okay. This is about having a can do attitude. Okay. No, I can do that. So I'm thinking what you could do, you could just like tap the mic. Uh huh. At like the front of the stage, I'm assuming oh, the they'll stage. be, yeah. Um, and or just the captain's little tannoy system, captain's and then just like ask for just a, a couple of seconds of everyone's time, public safety announcement, yeah. And then you know you don't want it to seem too grim or too no, bleak no, because you've the thing about safety is like we don't want it to be a downer. No, to be like exactly. safety, and you know Not some safety. some people they get unnecessarily morose at the mere mention of a uh, mass shooting they may or may not be involved yeah. in. Um, so what you can do is you could use this nursery rhyme form to just, you know, give it a bit of punch. Okay. Okay. So um, what you- meter is this nursery rhyme going to be in and would it be improved by an improvised piano accompaniment? Um, you are quite lucky because it's to the tune of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Oh, okay, well, I'm not going to give it then. I don't, I don't play pre-existing tunes. No, but I mean, I was thinking that you could like jazz it up like you sometimes do. Yeah, okay, well, I'll try that on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you, you don't, if you're going to be using your hands, you, you're not going to want to have notes, so you're going to have to remember it. Okay, okay well, so uh, I'll, I'll read it to Let you. Let me here. go into my, you know, that state where you can absorb information. <sighs> okay, you ready? Yeah. Lock down, lock down, lock the door. Shut the lights off, say no more. Go behind the desk and hide. Wait until it's safe inside. Lock down, lock down, it's all done. Now it's time to have some fun. <laughs> All around the corpses of your loved ones. <laughs> wow. So what do we... No, because... It, no, because like at the end there, it's got that... Because people might think, oh, it's a bit bleak. Oh, but God. then you do the now it's time to have some Tommy, fun. And, his brain's been and then you like, you give the thumbs up to the DJ. He puts the music back on. Yeah. The lights start going again. People go back, but they know. You think it's going to win me a lot of respect and acclaim? I think that it shows you're a leader of men. It's a power play. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And you get the added dual bonus, something I know you like, of people suspecting that you might also be the one planning to do it. (laughs) I don't like that. No, but but obviously you're not. 
and no one's no and one's say, really going to think that. Have but an edge. Yeah, exactly. People, okay. you know, you go down, you start shaking hands and and like smiling and 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 just you know general small talk party Should stuff, I be schmoozing. Too, should I be too schmoozy? Uh, just a tiny bit. Like you don't want to overplay. Just that thing where someone holds eye contact slightly too long. Yeah, or you're just smiling even when you know the, there's the nothing smiling, really but too the eyes happy. Are not. No, no, not that because that is just horrid. <laughs> <laughs> then then you're guilty. Whatever you do. Uh, right. <clears throat> no, I'm thinking, you know, those people who smile throughout the whole conversation, even if it's not all that yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting and or indeed happy. Maybe I, whenever I'm like moving on to the next person, where you do that thing of, as you're talking, you start looking over their shoulders to the next person, do a little wait. Hi. Yeah, no, just, I'm like, I've got to go. Lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you. Yeah. The storm is coming. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. <clears throat> That's what that whole QAnon thing is based on. Do you know about all this? You've been no. following the QAnon no. debacle? No. Oh, mate, there's a... I can't... This is a whole, like, ten episodes worth. <laughs> it's basically... You remember Pizzagate? Oh, yeah. It's like that on steroids. Oh, and it all no. stems from uh, Donald Trump once, in a meeting with all his generals and the press, just said, I think this might be the calm before the storm. And then... All the, the media people were like, uh, Mr. President, what, what do you mean by that? What, what do you mean it's the calm before the storm? I don't know. It's just, you know, might be the calm before the storm and then just left. <laughs> and everyone's like, the fuck is he on about? So all this conspiracy has ended up spouting from that font. Oh, no. And it all, you know, it's all on 4chan. Q is the name they've given to this guy who's like a prophet, who's apparently either a White House insider or Donald Trump himself, right? who writes all these like rhetorical questions and they predict things that are going to happen. And that's the tweet that got Roseanne, her show cancelled. Oh, of course. Was part of the Q. Yeah. She was like talking about one of their talking points and replying to an account that was, it's all, yeah, go and look into it, guys. It's a real rabbit hole. And so then saying I'll that's say what, that yeah. and then I'll go. Yeah, I, I like that. There's nowhere safer than the open sea, you should say. And then I'll do one of those big noises that sort implies of familiarity, but also, also authority. And also an insect some like sort quality. of <laughs> alien life form inside you. <laughs> yeah, shall I keep doing that thing where your neck twitches as well? Well, like, the, like Vincent D'Onofrio in Men in Black. Yes, where he's exactly like, like that. Jerking. Yeah. Just well, ask everyone for sugar water. I'm here at this party. <laughs> I do always, no, do you I'm not just, ever think this though? Go on. Do you have to like calibrate what person you're going to be when you go into a situation? Yeah, of or, course you do. Yeah. So why are you having a go at me for? Because most people think of it in terms of like, what's the etiquette of this? Right. You know, um, are there particular um, <clears throat> mannerisms? Are there particular euphemisms employed in this? You mm -hmm. know, do you, are you expected to speak in a certain way? Or, you know, what's appropriate behavior is, is normally... That already is like far too formalized a notion of what people think when they go into something. People don't stand <laughs> listless in the shower, <laughs> like mouth open, just filling with the hot water. <laughs> eyes, How else are you eyes, clean your lips? eyes completely open, so, like yeah. like a turned got, off room. You've got like fully formed droplets from the shower <laughs> oh, on horrible. the eyeball, but you don't even blink, like those lions in the desert. Do they do the, that? Well, first of all, lions aren't in the desert. I don't know why I said that. Lions on the plains where oh, yeah. they've got like the flies walking across the eyeball. Yeah, and they don't and even donkeys blink. love that. Yeah, they love that or as well. Or they hate it. I can't remember. In the desert, wherever they are. Um, and think, which personality will I have which today? Which personality shall I? 
Which adapt. personality shall I have to Well, I think it's good to think like that because it means that you, you know, you experience more different interactions. Because if you choose to be like, oh, I'm just going to be, you know, kind of retiring, uh, maybe even standoffish, <laughs> then that implies a certain dynamic. Whereas if you're like, okay, I'm going to channel the most confident person I can think of. I'm going to be... Ladies and gentlemen, when you said channel, the I thought, parties are. Thought the next one was going to say the ghost of. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny you should mention. Oh right, the supreme confidence. Who who would be yours that you'd channel if you were like Ollie Reed? You're like, this is the thing, Ollie Reed. Just walk in and own the room. Yeah, I think of that all the time. That Susan Sarandon episode of Friends where she's teaching Joey how to own every room he walks into. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about that. You think you could do it? I'd, so I'd do it regularly. which personalities are on the table for this evening? Um, I think it might be a kind of Steve Coogan at a party in the trip sort of thing, where it's like a confident, so standoffish, of... retiring. <laughs> no, no, I think he's confident, but it's also like you have to approach his confidence. He's not going to go out and sneak. No. Because alternatively, like the extreme would be just the... Like, I don't know, who, who even exists in this sphere. Maybe a kind of Steve Martin in the Pink Panther, just single-minded dedication to the party where you're just out there. Right. You're just experiencing Yeah, you don't want to be you don't want to be doing that. It sounds no. like a lot of effort. It is a lot of effort. It's very draining. Yeah, I'd have yeah. to spend the next day alone at least. Mm. Um to recharge. Yeah. And then you've got Danger's birthday on the Saturday, so oh, like, you'd have to yeah, do it all again. Know. God. No, but I'm not going to bring that sort of personality no. to that. That's going to be just my default. Uh, whatever that is. <laughs> I've kind of lost track of it over the years. No, really? And you don't <laughs> find that troubling? Oh, well, you know, it's there somewhere. Right. Save it for a rainy right. day. Yeah. But I'll report back on how it goes, and yeah, I'll no, tell you, because I'll probably decide moments before I go. Or sometimes it depends on... I have to start getting into the vibe by playing certain music. Just looking at myself in the mirror and just staring into my own mind. For li- a bit. Just before you step on the boat, yeah. Send me a gif of the mood. Of of the mood. Okay. Of uh, one. Send two gifs. One of your personality. Who uh-huh. are you taking in? Yeah. On your face. Okay. And then when you get on the boat, one of what's the mood? Okay. <laughs> I hope they just clash they'd be <laughs> yeah. like I'm taking all of Russell Brand's charisma and energy and I'm and taking it like into the, the red room <laughs> <laughs> wow it's gonna be a hell of a night dear me so yeah I'll report back on how that goes everyone I'm sure there'll be something interesting that happens and if not I'll resolve to make it <laughs> like a kind of night crawler-esque journalist who's providing their own news stories my phone has turned itself off. Oh, maybe you've got that cool bug I've got called the drain the bat. Uh, well, it was on 32%. And now it's dead. And, oh, now it's back on. Oh, okay. It will die in a second, I'm sure. 27% now. That's good. Why did it turn off then? Because they know we're onto something. Yeah, exactly. Onto the truth. I was going to bring up Uh something sent to us by the wonderful Professor Matt. Long may he reign. Of course. Yep. Um, he sent us something that we know, uh, and our listeners know we're, we're very interested in. Yes. It's bots writing things. Yeah. Now this one feels like it's probably a bit of a piss take. (laughs) Yeah. There are elements of it that are definitely human. Yes. Um, but the script and the premise is perfect. Nonetheless. Yeah. I forced a bot says at Keaton Patty 
to watch over 1,000 hours of Olive Garden commercials <laughs> and then asked it to write an Olive Garden commercial. Already I'm in love with the word forced. Yeah. <laughs> like this you bot wanted to just be a calculator. It's like a clockwork orange. <laughs> it's like turning its head back. Here is the first page. Okay. Are we ready? I'm always ready for robot writing. Should this be a regular feature robot writing? I don't know if there are enough robots writing fun I'll stuff. I'll one. Okay. Force it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Olive Garden commercial. Int. Olive Garden restaurant. Mm-hmm. A group of friends laughs at a dinner table. A waitress comes to deliver what could be considered food. <laughs> waitress. Pasta nachos for you. We see the pasta nachos. They're warm and defeated. <laughs> what does a defeated meal mean to a you? A defeated nacho is just flaccid. It's lost all of the, oh, it's all a of the structure nacho. it had. So it's been like overlayered. There's too much stuff on top and it's just buckled. Too much pasta. Yeah, oh, I guess so, on yeah. On top, the too oil from the pasta. It's just sodden. Oh, no. Friend one. The menu is here. Waitress. Lasagna wings with extra Italy. <laughs> we see the lasagna wings. There's more Italy than necessary. <laughs> Friend two, I shall eat Italian citizens. Waitress. <laughs> wow. Unlimited stick. That's the unlimited breadsticks. Isn't yeah. It? I like the way the robots come across that. We need an olive garden in Collendale. I'll go anywhere there's unlimited bread. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, but breadstick, it's not really a bread. That's absolutely It's more of a biscuit. That's absolutely A cracker. I could eat breadsticks all day. But I don't put them in the bread category. I think it's a misnomer. They're not bread. Well, they could be. They could be if they tried, but they haven't, so they're not. They're just really dry bread. Yeah, I guess. What about those biscuits they serve with uh, coffee sometimes? Those, like, biscotti. Who likes them? No one. Truly foul. Crumbly, brittle, hard to bite, taste of like the memory of nuts. Horrid. (laughs) Get rid of them. once saw a nut and went, not for me. We see the unlimited stick. It is infinite. Wow. It is all. That sounds cool. Friend three, leave without me. I'm home. (laughs) (laughs) I love the idea of a, a restaurant commercial where one person doesn't order anything. <laughs> doesn't even go to the yeah. restaurant. It just cuts to him in his bed. It just, the, the advert starts again and he's not there. Ooh. It's like a sort of horror. Waitress, Gluten Classico from the kitchen. That's a horrible name. We the Gluten Classico. We believe the waitress that it is from the kitchen. We have no reason not to believe. Fair. Friend four says nothing. <laughs> Which, in a way, says more than, you know, that silent speaker volumes. Friend one. What is wrong, friend four? Friend four says nothing. Friend two. Friend four. What is wrong, friend four? Fuck. Friend four smiles wide. Her mouth is full of secret soup. (laughs) (laughs) And dribbles out. And then the final line. Announcer. Brackets. Wet voice. Oh. Olive garden. When you're here... Yeah, here. <laughs> it's really the least you can say. Could you give me that one more time in a wetter voice, though? If possible. Like, I don't know if that's in okay. in your in your range, your repertoire. Olive Garden. Oh. <laughs> when you're here, 
You're here. You sound like the old man on the bus who goes to sit next to a year 11 girl and talk about the war that he wasn't it's, in. It's a voice I've curated called the Slug Man for a play in a day. <laughs> and I've kept it ever since just because it just in terrified case. my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's Keep like it. me doing the backwards dwarf from Twin Peaks voice. Oh, did you do that? She hates it. <sighs> Perfect. She can't get on board with it. I love the idea of like... The two of you are just like in bed. It's like three in the morning. Yeah. Uh, you've been up, obviously, like you're still on your phone or something. Yeah, that sounds like me. She just kind of wakes up and you you feel her kind of roll over. You know, she's in that half away. Yeah. And then you just not even looking at her. You're, you're pretending to still be asleep. Uh-huh. And you just go, point mean prices. She'd scream and leave. I'll never come back dangerous what's the worst thing you could say in the backwards voice what do you think is the most haunting thing you could hear in the middle of the i night? think it'd be really weird if if you woke up to someone doing that voice and just reading like a recipe for uh you know fairy cakes just something really banal i think the contrast of how much thought has gone into adopting that voice versus how little thought seems to have gone into picking the reading material would really speak to a disturbed and broken psyche i've just realized that to say grams backwards, you have to say smarg. Smarg. <laughs> Ten smarg. Ten net smarg. net. That's horrible. Oh, God. The smarg net. I can talk to Serena Williams about the smarg net because they recently introduced that into, into the Wimbledon rule. Oh, yeah, the smarg net. Yeah. And what's that? It's just a bigger net and it moves up and down like a sort of guillotine. Do you still have to always get the ball over it? No, just past it. It's really a challenge. <laughs> Each time the umpire blinks, it speeds up as well. Oh, right. And then it can kind of segment. And are the umpires trained to Speak withhold backwards. blinking? Some of them or... are. Some of them are trained to blink more than ever. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, does, do you not feel, I mean, was there no debate about how this could be used to easily game the system? Like the umpires place a big bet about how many times they'll blink. <laughs> no, well, what happens is their eyes are removed when you become an umpire. I'm surprised you didn't know that. Um, so they don't know what's going on or who's playing. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bonus for the only official. Yeah, it's wow. Cool. Oh, that's good. Because of robots now. Robots. <laughs> robots nice. now. Yeah. Robots now. Robots, te- robots tennis in charge. Yeah. Of? Yeah. They're yeah. A watcher. They watch the tennis. Robots. Eyes. In, Empire, no eyes. In, out. Uh-huh. Bot. Yep. The in, out, bot. Goal line technology. VAR. Tennis. Exactly. I'm thinking of getting a VR headset. You into it? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Thanks. What are we going to do with it? Oh, what are we going to do with it? I'm going to live there. <laughs> You're going to try out all your different personalities. Oh, I can tell you about this thing before we go. The okay. void, because we can't do it now. I was going to take you to it, but it's gone. <laughs> oh, good. It's this mad thing. And it's brought to you by Star Wars, and it's brought to you by Oculus Rift. Right. And it's a VR Star Wars experience, and it's mad. It's incredible. If if it's anywhere near you, it's in a few locations around the world, so it's in Orlando, it was in London, but it's in a few other places. Right. If you get the chance, go and do it to get a little glimpse of what VR is going to be like. Here's what happens. You go into a room... Diego Luna's there playing his character from Rogue One. 
I mean, he's not there. He's on a screen. <laughs> That's why they had to shut. Yeah. He was, just, the, he was exhausted being here and in Orlando. <laughs> of Diego. I can't remember his character. I just remember his normal name because what a cool name Diego Luna is. That is pretty cool. Um, he's there and he gives you a mission. It's vague, of course. And we have to go and look at some box. <laughs> You've got to go and look at some box, he says. Oh, there's always like, a box to be looked shooting. at in that world. You assign yourself a color. I was purple. The first time I was purple by choice. The second time I was purple by happenstance. And that oh. tells me that I'm in charge of my own destiny. Okay. And that the universe is in some kind of responsive relationship with me, which I appreciate. Um, and what happens is you put on this rig. It's a big, you know, uh, harness looking thing. Wires out the back that go up into a headset. You put this on. It's got headphones inbuilt. Right. And then you are taken to a room. And you're inside what looks like a sort of um, temporary office structure, but all like black. You put this thing on and you can still kind of see the walls, but then all of a sudden they just do this weird, like, you know, in the matrix when it dematerializes, yeah, it does that, which cool. is fucking cool. And the walls suddenly become this like spaceship that you're in. And that big robot from rogue one is there telling you about your mission. Mm-hmm. So you have a little seat and about looking you can at this look box. around and everyone's a stormtrooper. You can put your hands out in front of you. You've got stormtroopers' hands. You can wave them about. Woo-hoo-hoo. Do oh, that stormtrooper. Wow. Really cool. Because there's nothing on your arms. So it must... I really don't know how that works. Is that not AR then? No, it's... You, you're not seeing your own arm. You're seeing a stormtrooper's arm that is mapped more or less one-to-one to what your arm is doing. Normally you need a controller to do that, I thought. Oh, that's why I thought it was AR because isn't that augmented? So like... It would just put Stormtrooper arms over your arm. I don't think it's that, but it could be. I don't right. know enough about how it works. Because AR is normally like you can see elements of reality yeah. superimposed over which are fiction. Yeah. Um, but this was all oh, entirely really? that. But you can like see the other Stormtroopers. You can go like flick them and it's like exactly where they are. And the guy next to you is like, fuck off, dude. Get off, Stormy. <laughs> Purple Storm. I love the idea that like he goes to complain later and like, so what did he look like? Uh, <laughs> well, he had this white hat. Um, but yeah, you go through this. It's probably only about 10, 12 minutes. Right. In which you're on a spaceship. Um, you're flying to a lavery planet. Then Good. the door opens and you have to go through, go off this platform that's like above nothing, which is very disconcerting, even though you know it's just a room. And probably the second time we did it, we were trying to work out like how much distance you cover because you're walking around what feels like a fair bit, mm. but it must be like the size of a shoebox. <laughs> you're just like being led in and out of the same room, yeah. but because the context has changed for you visually, yeah, it just feels like you're oh, it is terrifying. Place. Really like for anyone who hasn't done anything like that, any sort of VR where it looks like there's a drop yeah. or there's something coming towards you is like frighteningly realistic yeah. like you 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 don't get a chance to rationalize it you no. just have to react and there's a bit where you stand on a platform and the platform kind of floats it's like a moving right. vehicle and the floor vibrates a bit that feels very alarmingly real and then we got some guns and Good. i had to let me tell you shoot darth vader <gasps> personally out, yeah i was in charge of the darth shooter. well done um that's not what everyone's experience doesn't was. work well for him for you to shoot Darth and he breaks your gun with the force at the very end oh, fuck. but before that you're shooting stormtroopers you're shooting a big lava bug and it's amazingly like mapped the first time my focus was a bit out because I didn't take the time to fix it the second time like I got it all in place and you you can just aim 
exactly it's like just perfect laser gun at where you're looking and then i was like shooting the other stormtroopers that were my friends to see what happens it does a weird like burn it's really cool and it's yeah it's renewed my faith in vr which after you know us discussing ready player one for so long it really gone down the path yeah but it turns out it's pretty fucking cool so i think we should get, get involved with it that and uh Galactica. Oh yeah. Uh, Alton Alton Towers Towers. Brought to you by two dimensional shapes <laughs> that don't map at all with what the roller coasters do. Yeah, that's cool. Cool stuff. So yeah, if you have a chance to do any VR, specifically the void, get amongst it. Yeah, do that. Um I think we should wrap it up there. This feels like a good idea to Why me not? too. We've got a quiz next week that's all about my little pony. So that'll be Oh, fun. perfect. Um that'll be on Sunday's, Sunday's episode. Until then, we've got all kinds of ways for you to get in touch. Maybe you have done VR. Maybe you are a stormtrooper. Maybe you're sitting there now deciding which personality core to install today. All of these are problems, questions, elements of feedback with which Mm. we are happy, nay delighted to engage at tas at shame.city or on the contact form at shame.city. How else, Declan, can people get in touch? Well, they can get in touch via uh, <coughs> Twitter. Yeah, I remember that one. Do you remember that? The big blue bird. That's him. Yeah. Um, well, sometimes he's blue, sometimes he's white when he's on a blue background. Oh, I'm not involved with him. Are you not? Not that one. No? no I'm more about the blue bird. Oh, blue bird right. or bust. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Racist, but well. whatever. Um, <coughs> so you can find the show at That's a Shame cast. Yeah. Apologies are plenty. How are the over tweets there. at the moment? Yeah, they're some all right. We're getting some good. Uh, we're getting some good interaction. Oh yeah, from the listeners. That's good. That wonderful uh, Olive Garden commercial, of brought to you by robots and Professor Matt yep. via the Twitter. That is yeah, good. Think about yeah. that. It was it was something someone did, and they tweeted. Yeah, and then on Twitter, on on the Twitter, yeah, yeah. yeah the Twitter, the Twitter sphere, yeah, and then our Twitter was completely like we we don't know this guy. Nothing to do with him. He'd never have come into our tweetosphere. One person, mm-hmm. the Honourable Professor Matt. Long may he reign. Just linked. Just like <sighs> grabbed them with one arm and grabbed <sighs> us with the other. And went... Like that bit where he has to pull that train back together. <laughs> Who? Move on. In what? <laughs> <laughs> Don't dwell on And the he train. just went bang and smashed his hands together and went, look at this. And then here it was. Now it's vocalised by mad. us on the show. The internet is a craze. It's amazing. You can find me. Who? <laughs> sorry. My. My. I went to say my. I went to say myself, and then thought that's horrid. Yeah. And so, but then went to say me, but I'd already gone my. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. We've got to commit. So, uh, so or, just don't worry about finding Declan. Yeah. Sweet. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm nowhere to be found. In, I'm in deleting hiding. all my media. You can find Isaac at Isaac BD. Yeah. However. Um, cool. He'll cool be doing all sorts of mood slash personality gifts, I'm sure. Oh, you better believe it. Um, Patreon. Oh, yeah. That's getting a, a fucking do-over. Yeah, that it is. is. We're doing it right over. Mm. Any minute now. So... Uh, In a good way. But if if you are happy and able to give us anything, really, yep. in the meantime, regardless of what's there... support appreciated in a big, fat way. It's stacking up, isn't it? Yeah. Over there, patreon.com slash shame city. We'll be able to do something half decent with it. Yeah, we'll do some more kinds of goals. Yeah. We've got a, I've been given the hurry up by our friend to, uh, our friend, Mr. Pete. Oh, yeah. To, um, to book tickets for Thought Park. Oh, okay. So we're yeah, going we to get that to done. That. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and we've got to do that before 
the car finally <laughs> goes. It, it's last hurrah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that. And reviews. Shame. Of course. Slash review or reviews. Take your pick. If you're someone who listens to this show, and I know there are literally hundreds of you out Ooh. there for whom this is the case, who has not left a review. I want you to just take stock because you're part of the problem. And the only way to redeem yourself in the eyes of both us and Christ is to pop over to shame.city slash review, click on the fifth star and type away. Praise, please. It does help the show definitively. We don't know how, we don't know why, but it's it an objective measure yeah, exactly. of success. Yeah. And it was, seemingly, it, it's been a while since we had a review as well, because like yeah. I said, I feel like everyone who was inclined to be on the first wave of reviewers did it a while ago. Yeah. So if you want to start the second wave and become a leader... Isaac's going to bring the last review along to Sunday's episode. Just read that again. Yeah. Just to give you some sort of inspiration. Yeah, why not? And then it's up to you. We're passing that baton over to you guys. Mm. Run with it to the finish line of reviewership and you'll feel all the better for it. A real weight off your shoulders and mine. And yours. Uh, Especially mine. Until episode 92, which I'm reliably informed is going to be one of the best ones yet. Hell of a show. Yeah. Uh, I've been Isaac. You've been. I've been Declan. And we'll see you all too soon. Bye, guys. Look for the bare necessities. Simple bare necessities Forget about your worries and your strife I mean the bare necessities Oh, Mother Nature's recipes That bring the bare necessities of life For me, the bare necessities of life will come to you. Bene
necessities of life will come to you. Come to you.